Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The corner of my eyes saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looked so all alone. Could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. I said, You're such a sweet young singer, why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. I got Doing this interview, and 
just uh, everybody out there in the listening audience, remember, have uh, speaking of triple redundancies, have triple redundancy mirror, mirroring capabilities on the on standby, um, in, including the old uh, analog uh, ribbon tape machine, if you have it, one of those old tape recorders that the guys like Pop, Glenn, and I remember. Um, well, and more to us, if anybody has like a, a free account and everything like that, what you can do is call up in a guest inside your dashboard, and uh, what will happen is that you can call into the show, I mean, well, I mean, you can call on the show and then actually listen to it, but also record it live so then in the archives you can get it in there for people who can actually multiply that or actually have a premium account. Get that in. Pro tip. Pro tip, indeed. That is that is a good tip. I, I had no idea about that. I tell you what, Doug, you know, i got to go on record here. Uh you know, you and I are a great example of uh, of the possibilities um, that the internet uh, presents um, because uh, we have a great symbiosis and uh, we do we do the show have a great time together. Um, never met, um, probably quite different, but at the same time, it's just a great yin yang. Um, so I appreciate the work you do uh, you do for the. Uh, for the third rail radio, brother, and uh, I couldn't do it without you, so thanks, man. Um, one more quick shout-out. We, we do do uh, shout-outs on the show, and Glenn, if you have a link, um, uh, Blue Vino, who um, also does a show on third on uh, Blog Talk Radio, but is also um, uh, part of um, a two-man um, musical team called Blue Vino, um, and uh, they really are, really are quite um, uh, excellent. And they they create their music thousands of miles apart, um, layer it, cut it, put it together, um, and you would never know. Um, or, or perhaps it's just a testament to where we are technologically. But it's a uh, um, they're a great band. It's really uh, ethereal haunting music. They do some great covers. Blue Venus, check them out. Um, so I think it, it, at some point, Alec, Glenn may call in and uh, we may we may have some fun uh, speculative um, uh, bullshit about this, this plane, um, the uh, Malaysian Flight 370. Um, there have been a couple, couple recent last couple hour developments in um, Ukraine that are, 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 are actually on the border of the Ukraine that are, are worth quickly mentioning. And uh, I think Putin has um, quietly and, and um, under the, the cover of uh, darkness amassed another 10,000 troops um, uh, towards the northern um, uh, Crimean Ukrainian border, which I guess is now a separate country officially um part of russia um Jeez. so you know that 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 uh um scene that scenario there um is worth keeping an eye on uh, it's it's i don't think it's going to blow up uh um like some like i thought it might at at, at first putin seems to be using uh um his skill as a tactician and in, instead of uh uh, his his other side, his brute force side, which which we we all know he has, um, but we'll we'll continue to keep an eye eye on that. And um, another interesting development is um, well, go ahead. I think Alex. he's using his. Uh, I, I think he's also using his uh, powerful dolphin powers to uh, actually kind of mind bend them into uh, kind of submission, and then use the airways of the dolphins to actually broadcast around the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you make a great point, and uh, it's well taken. Um, and it's interesting, it's, I mean, because it is, it's a, it's a, it's a farce, um, like usual, in, in the fact that on the other side, um, we have uh, Timoshenko, um, the wife of, of the former Ukrainian leader who led the, um, the charge um, in the Orange Revolution to um, kind of 
um, you know, to, to break away um, completely from the former Soviet empire. And she, um, there have been some leaked conversations um, that she's been involved with, with um, kind of her, her partner in crime or right-hand man who is uh, um, a chocolate baron. Um, he owns um, a huge chocolate company. I think was one of the largest in Eastern Europe or Western Soviet Union, Russia, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, yeah, Yulia, but, yeah, Glenn correct, corrected me. as Yulia was prime minister then, but Timoshenko, um, he, uh, her husband um, was in there somewhere um, at, at about that time. Maybe he was in jail, then she was in jail. But anyway, she's been caught in conversations talking about... Uh, um, you know, wiping out um, pro-Soviet uh, Ukrainian citizens in who um, in the Ukraine um, using <laughs> nuclear weapons <laughs> against Russia um, if they encroach any further. Um, so again, we've got uh, sort of the uh, um, you know the stuck between Iran and Iraq or a rock and a hard place um, for the people of of Ukraine, you know, there's really the lesser of two evils isn't really any less evil. Um, throw in the IMF and the European Central Bank and, and they're screwed. Um, but uh, at any rate, we'll, we'll, we'll see, uh, um, you know, where how that plays out. And um, I don't know, do we have Glenn on the line? I think so. I don't know if he raised his hands up yet, but if he could, maybe you could press one. If, I don't know. He, let, let me check out the calls. Keep talking. Right. You got it. I will. Um, so next up, um, at 9 o'clock, fall, directly following this show, um, which I am really looking forward to, is uh, Porno Pups um, Week in Review. And... Um, I, you know, nine o'clock. It's a it's a good slot. Uh, Pub always does a great show. He's going to continue the uh, to build the, uh, the the fevered pitch for uh, the the uh, main event at eleven o'clock, which will be uh, Rebel with um, Sue Basco Esquire, attorney to the Barman and Entertainers. Go ahead, Dallas. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, he didn't call in yet, so he's going to probably call in now, hopefully. Uh, he, ha- he, he, has, he hasn't called yet. No worries. So, Dallas, wh- wh- how do you know, um, it, you know, even though uh, Derek J. Freeman will, won't be able to make it um, on the show tonight, he's in transit, um, I, I would love to get him on at some point. What an interesting character. Um and, uh, you know, definitely a very uh, charismatic, um, well-spoken uh, representative for, um, uh, you know, people who insist on uh, being left alone by the government. And I tell you, man, the, 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 the young man is not scared to mix it up. Um, I, I, I watched um, a documentary he, he put out this afternoon or he didn't put it out this afternoon. I watched it this afternoon. Um, and Glenn is in the queue. Um, and three, two, one. Victim in crime spree, and it's worth a watch. Um, the kid's got style and uh, is smart. So let's get him on at some point. Glenn. Hello, guys. How are you, man? Thanks for calling in, Glenn. Thanks for uh, getting this... Uh, First quarter kicked off for the, uh, for the for the Revolution Radio Sue Basco fiasco. Well, I just hope that uh, I hope everything goes as scheduled. I hope we don't have some sort of uh, bipolar, narcissistic back out, or you know, I hope she doesn't throw a fit and hang up or something like that. I think I think Rebel's going to be de- de- deploying a scalpel tonight um, with precision. I think, 
think he'll uh, I think he'll manage to string her along. Now the the uh, the the former part of your statement, the narcissistic bipolar episode that she's on the threshold of having at any moment, I imagine. Um, I guess that's a little less uh, a less less easier to make that call. Um, but uh, it's going to be a hoot. And, uh, Glenn, you and I have been kind of going back over the last couple of weeks, back and forth a little bit, um, not in debate, more in, in sort of discussion about, uh, about this plane. Um, and I know your background um, a little bit, and um, I imagine that, that your uh, scope of knowledge um, about um, electrical failures or electrical fires um, uh, can give some some insight in what what could have happened um, in that cockpit so quickly um, that, that you know it would go down without being able to uh, send out an emergency beacon or so on and so forth. Well, I think that uh, that Google Plus article, comments, whatever that I posted a while ago, it's got a lot to do with uh, fires on planes. I think it was quite accurate in a lot of respects. And the thing I liked about what that guy said was if they get a fire, the first and it's an electrical fire, the first thing you do is turn off everything electrical. And you slowly bring stuff back online until you find out what the problem is. So, I mean, Rolls-Royce and NORAD know that the plane flew for hours after it disappeared, so-called disappeared. So, I don't think it was any catastrophic failure. It didn't fall out of the sky. The only questions are, why did it take the turn it took? What systems were affected? And that's another thing, too. Say the navigation, locator, emergency transponder systems were affected. Was it something that just happened, or was it encouraged to happen? There's just there's a million things we don't know yet. And the thing that really bugs me is anytime there's a plane that goes missing, it could be two guys going hunting flying over mountains. You know their names. You know their age. You know where they're from. You know their family. You know everything. And we've got over 300 people on this plane. And what have we heard about them? It just doesn't make any sense. This, this isn't how the media behaves. Anytime there's a death to be capitalized on for ratings, it's done. But it's not being done this time. And I think the biggest reason for that is those 20 employees of that company who are involved with high technology, military grade, stealth technology. It's even been called cloaking technology. So I think that's what it's all about. I, 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 have to, I, I agree with you. Um as usual, in, pretty, in everything you said, I think that, that one thing that Google um, um, article or comment, whatever it was, it should have been an article because uh, it was one of the more rational treaties on what may have happened um, that I've read, um, but that the pilot protocol, the protocol of shutting down all the, all the circuits and then working backwards so you find the bad one, um, you know, and also it's... Uh, you know, right. The, you know, step one is right the ship. Step two is uh, address the electrical um, emergency or other emergency. And then step three, uh, step three is point your nose towards an airport. And step four is is you know communicate with a tower. That's definitely something that I learned um, um, from that article. And um, I think that that. The media could could purport this story in a way that the general public is led to believe that in in an age of post nine eleven security or over security um, that we don't know exactly where every you know 
flying vehicle over the size of a Predator drone or maybe even smaller is at every given moment is ludicrous. Um, and then the, so the question uh, jumps up. NORAD and Rolls-Royce, at the very least, knew exactly where this plane was, where, where it is right now. Um, so then the question pops up to me is, um, are, are they withholding information because they're worried about some sort of proprietary technology, um, or you know, or is there is there something more nefarious um, at play? And, and you know, full disclosure, we're we're just speculating here and and um, you know, exploring some different avenues. Um, the fact that these free that the Freescale employees were on this plane, you know, I simply I simply can't believe um, that it it, it it was a coincidence. Freescale um, is a former uh, division of Motorola. Um, they, like as Glenn said, they are um, involved um, in some of the uh, most cutting edge um, um, technology. Everything from um, you know they they make parts for Raytheon. Um, uh, other large military industrial suppliers, manufacturers. Um, so they're right in the thick of it, um, and, you know, and they fuck with like particles and and electromagnetism, all that all that uh, uh, Faraday um, Tesla stuff. Um, so, you know, and, and while I'm while I'm speculating um, and and kind of having some fun fun with this. Um, you know, I, 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 at, at right at first, um, I thought that the, the pilot jack, had jacked the plane and uh, was going to seek some sort of um, asylum somewhere. Um, uh, now my, my, my fantastical theory has sort of evolved to, I think he some, somehow was, was, uh, taking information from or, or data um, or bits of code or something from his flight simulator um, and, and putting them into, the, into his 777 or vice versa. And, um, and I think that in, in any, in, you know, in sort of fantastical terms, I think that plane is in the stand somewhere. Um, I think Pakistan let it fly right through their airspace, um, and I think that a country in that in that region of non-nuclear proliferation um, has decided to bypass, uh, you know, the headaches that Iran has gone through trying to trying to get a physical material and has just essentially stolen it and the scientists to uh, to put it together. So that's my pure speculation and fantastical theory on the, on where that plane is. Um, it's interesting. There is a, there is a, an exact replica of that plane, um, one serial number off, painted Malaysian Airlines um, in a hangar in Tel Aviv um, right now. It was purchased in October uh, of 2013. Um, and you know, whenever you get Israel in the mix, then then you can really like buckle the tinfoil on and go crazy. Um, Could I uh, say something real quick? Um, Indeed. Okay, so I thought this maybe this uh, whole Mal- uh, Malaysia airport kind of airline thing, personally to me, is like a distraction. And I think it's kind of while the mainstream media is all focused on the uh, the Malaysian airline. Uh, uh, plane. Look what happened around uh, Turkey on uh, what they were trying to do for commit a false flag, and then they also kind of censored YouTube and also Twitter. Isn't that just kind of odd to you? I'm so glad you brought that up, Dallas. Yes, I I I find that odd. That was quite a man. That was quite a leak. Um, about that false flag at the top government level of, of Turkey, and uh, you know, within a few hours, it 
shut off or tried to shut off uh, YouTube, Twitter, etc. Um, yeah, I think I think that, um, and we said I think we said this on on our last show or the show before Dalek. Um, you know, keep your eye on Turkey. There's a lot of dark shit going on in Turkey. Um, they're a NATO country, right, you know, right now. Um, they're instigating shit with Syria. Um, Erdogan is 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 got the full police state in action. Um, shit, I barely even see Red Hat, uh, Red Hack hacking or tweeting anymore. Um, so I think you make a good point. Um, you know, distraction, distraction. Uh, you know, the Malaysian airline. Um, Fiasco has been on the, uh, you know, on the, in the top 15 minutes of the news cycle now for like three weeks, um, and uh, you know, even I, I mean, not even I, I get sucked in easily, but uh, I'm still sucked in. So it's an effective distraction, um, and I think your point is really is is a valid point. Um, do you, um, Dalek or, or Glenn, do you follow um, Blue Box, um, Telecomics, or, or any of those guys who um, really do an unbelievable job at, at kind of keeping the wires open um, uh, to places who are trying to trying to uh, firewall the internet? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, that is like, you know, it's weird. There's this. There's this uh, sort of dichotomy in anonymous, and um, um, when I when I first sort of started paying attention and, and wasn't working 90 hours a week, um, Egypt, um, the, the the first salvo of the Arab Spring was going on, and and um, Mubarak shut down the internet, and um, telecomics, you know, blue box. Uh, Blue Cabinet, and, and you know, the old fags from Anonymous, man, they kept that shit on, and I tell you what, that was moving. Um, and I see the effort going going into uh, into Turkey as well, and, um, you know, I, I salute that, I applaud that, I, I support that effort wholeheartedly. Um, you know, I don't know much about technical uh, specs, but I know that it's... And we have Shadow DXS on. Shadow! Hell to his word. My man, how are you, brother? Nigger titties. <laughs> well, welcome. How are you, man? Um, good. I thought you had a, a hell of a job last night, man. You held down the... Oh, uh, you held down the fort solo. That was that was that's no easy task. We know rebel oh, makes it look easy, but it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's really not. <clears throat> Especially when your girlfriend's fucking trolling as the intern. Are you serious? Well, bravo. Yeah. Standing ovation. <laughs> fucking genius. Touche to both to Tawny and to you. Well done. That was great. I had no idea she was doing it until after the show. Are you really? Oh, that is so epic, dude. That's great. Tony, well done. Great job. When she called everybody a uh, sociopath at the end there. Um, no, psychopathic. Yes, yeah, psychopathic. That was a nice touch. <laughs> That was great. After after she had just admitted to taking pleasure into being verbally lambasted by you, uh, good stuff, and that's fun. Uh, are you going to be uh, tuning into this Basco fiasco or what, man? I know you have uh, some. History. I have no choice. You have no choice, exactly. And and you have uh, you you go back with with Esquire Basco. Uh, you know, you think she's going to show? I have no idea, but uh, if she does, Lord help her and the many, many years of reverencing to the rage, to the Revolution Radio Show for every little fuck up that she makes. I mean, it, the smallest little hiccup on on the airway will just lead to a complete abomination of, of horrible things that will be said about her for years to come. 
yeah, I think it will. I, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a, a night of vindication, um, and uh, you know, and, and the truth shall prevail. But uh, all right, the rebel is about to come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh good. Pop that pussy like you should. What's going on, guys? Nothing, man. We're, up, uh, we're kicking up. We're, we're we're kicking up the first quarter of this year. Basco fiasco, Thriller in Manila. Um, awesome. ah, speaking good. of the thrill of Manila, and um, I'm trying to keep your 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 bra- your brain loose. Did I read an article that the Thriller in Manila was was fixed? Uh, most of his fights were fixed. Yeah, like the FBI just uh, released a bunch of documents saying that. Uh, most of those fights were fixed by the mob, right? Uh, a lot of those fights were fixed, but I'll tell you what's something that's not going to be fixed, and that's Revolution Radio tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern on BTR. Sue Basco has been in contact with me. In the last 15 minutes, she dropped her final itinerary of topics she will be covering tonight. Uh, that's not going to be fixed. The mob's not running that. I'm running that show, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Isn't that right, Shadow? I'd like to make a correction, please. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, Susan Basco will be running that episode of Revolution Radio, and you will not be, Rebel. Dalek, if this works works with you, I would would like to open the floor to DXS and Rebel um, and discuss just for a few minutes um, the format, and, and Shadow, why don't you Open up with um, with why you think that that calls um, and questions should be taken, and then and then Rebel will get will get your retort. Well, I don't necessarily think that calls themselves should be taken, but questions definitely. Um, you got to understand, Sue Pasco is like a frightened little creature, and if you were to stock up on her. And attempt to pounce it. If you didn't do it in the utmost stealthy fashion, she'll haul ass, and you'll never, never to be seen again. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog smoked a bunch of PCP and just fucking went. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think uh, I think that's why I think that's why Rebels' approach is uh, is is scalpel. And um, and you know and not not a sledgehammer. So I guess there's not well, really a report necessary. Well, not really. But, uh, I mean, it's just I understand the platform of what he's doing, but I still think he's a bitch-made nigger for not putting his foot down and be like, "Look, this is my show. You come on, but we ain't gonna make this whole thing about you." But instead, that's exactly what he did. He made the whole thing about her, and now we got to do a whole counter radio show about that. <laughs> right on. But that, but if he didn't, then we would not have all these wonderful uh, bites of insanity that she's going to lay on us tonight. She would just. Well, who knows, man? I mean, I checked out the uh, the blog talk itinerary for uh, for Rebel Show, and uh, there's some pretty interesting things on there, like uh, aliens and Juggalo invasions. Uh, that's pretty cool. Juggalo invasions, indeed. Hardcore. Yeah. The word the word juggalo will actually be used during the interview tonight. Has she had a run in with juggalos? Uh, yeah, she thinks she thinks Barrett Brown has. So we're gonna we're gonna be discussing that during the Barrett Brown thing. But um, was Barrett I'm, Brown assaulted by juggalos? Is that what I'm hearing right now? Well, it also happens that I am juggalo, and I have assault, I have assaulted Barrett. You're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tune in at 11 p.m. Eastern on BTR night to find out. Folks, you heard it here first. We will find out if a juggalo and or DXS has assaulted Barrett Brown. Film at 11. Woo-hoo. I can tell you this. Um, we've, we've done, it's going to be two large shows in a row. Uh, we had the Hall of Fame show, which was just time-consuming because I did the a lot of audio for that show. And this one has been time-consuming, just trying to make it happen. And... Uh, really getting it together with questions and topics and structuring everything. It's going to feel nice for the next three or four weeks to do some smaller shows, which will be uh, a lot easier to do. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that. So, um, but well, just, You didn't uh, hear Rebel? What's up? 
Uh, Neil Rawhauser is planning on being the guest of your next show. I did not hear that. Uh, it would be nice if he contacted me and let me know that. Well, uh, I'll have him uh, reach out to you. That would that would be a, that would be worth the uh, putting in the work to to have that that show. Uh, the only the only way I would have Neil Rauhauser on is if it was a uh, a one on one debate with Ron Breinart. I was you oh, know I Ron Breinart and Neil Rauhauser. That, that would that would just insinuate just just utter chaos. I would have to make three shows just to bitch about that. <laughs> I I I've thought for the longest time uh, Ron Breinart and Neil Rauhauser were the same people. They look alike. Well, and they write alike, and they kind of uh, they write they both write poorly, and they both kind of skew the same sort of rhetoric. Yeah, but one's a Democrat and one's secretly a Democrat. So yeah. <laughs> um, so we have a little interesting person named Brazen Queer coming on, so that she can yell at me for being an ancap. You guys. You guys, we can't dwell on Basco today. Not on James McGivney Day. Brazen Not on Queer, James McGivney Day. For the first time, I'm honored. <laughs> uh, uh, he he was supposed to. Uh, you know, I don't know a lot about what's going on with Bullyville. He was supposed to drop something on Bullyville last night, and I guess Bullyville dropped the retraining order on him, and he got. If someone show up Tuesday in California to represent him, and uh, instead of getting on his live stream yesterday and dropping the bomb on Bullyville, he backtracked, said the account wasn't his anymore, and now it's suspended. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Brazen well, Career, the, fl- the floor is yours. Oh, no, I just wanted to yell at ANCAP Alex for being an ANCAP, given the rest of us. And a bad name. <laughs> for, for giving the Daleks a bad name or, or ANCAPs a bad no. name? No, for giving actual anarchists a bad name. You motherfucking <laughs> dirty piece of shit. Um, you live in America. Mm. You're I love you too. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> now, now um, I did see a restraining order... Um, a, uh, on Scribd or something that Bullyville uh, filed against JoJo, and um, that was that was um, that surprised me a little bit. Um, but uh, I think it does it does speak to the point that um, you know JoJo has a problem with boundaries, um, and, and and that that's enough to be said about that. But. Uh, um, We'll move on from there. But Brazen Queer, why would why today of all days would we not dwell on on Miss Basco? What? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I'm like something just happened with my audio and it cut out. Can you say that no, again? No, it's all it's all good. But I I would think today of or this evening of all evenings would be a, a good evening to dwell on Basco. You're right. You're right. I just had to. I just had to fit in the Empire Records reference. Oh, right on. I got you. <laughs> right on. Doctor Alex. Who is dead. Yes. Should we play a tune, take a little break? I've got to uh, refill my beer, have uh, some nicotine, and um, and then we'll come on back and uh, warm up. The crowd a little more for uh, for the for pup show that's coming right up next, and then following that is Revolution Radio with special guest Sue Basco. Oh yeah! All right, let's get into radical revolution. And we'll be back with Third Rail Radio. The time has come for America to hear the truth. The truth must be told. But the mission to which they call us is the most difficult one. 
Against all the apathy of conformist thought within one's own bosom. It's a dark day in our nation. A nation that continues year after year to spend more money on military defense than on programs of social uplift is approaching spiritual death. I'm convinced we are to get on the right side of the world revolution, we as a nation must undergo a radical revolution of values, a true revolution of values will soon cause us to question the fairness and justice of many of our present policies, a true revolution of values will lay hands on the world order. Genuine revolution of values means in the final analysis that our loyalties must become ecumenical rather than sectional. Every nation must now develop an overriding loyalty to mankind as a whole. This call for a worldwide fellowship is in reality a call for all embracing unconditional love for all men now become an absolute necessity for the survival of mankind. It is time for all people of conscience to call upon America to come back home. Come home, America. I call on Washington today. I call on every man and woman of goodwill all over America today. I call on the young men of America who must make a choice today to take a stand on this issue. Let us go out this morning with that determination. And I have not lost faith. I'm not in despair. I haven't lost faith. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. I speak out against this government because I love America. There can be no great disappointment where there is no great love. I'm disappointed with our failure to deal positively and forthrightly with the triple evils of racism economic exploitation and militarism. We are presently moving down a dead-end road that can lead to national disaster. All men are made in the image of God. All men are brothers. All men are created equal. Every man is an heir to a legacy of dignity and worth. Every man has rights that are neither conferred by nor derived from the state they are God-given. Out of one blood, God made all men to dwell upon the face of the earth. What a marvelous foundation for any home. What a glorious and healthy place to inhabit. But America strayed away. And this unnatural excursion has brought only confusion and bewilderment. It has left hearts aching with guilt and minds distorted with irrationality. Now it isn't easy to stand up for truth and for justice. Being frustrated when you tell the truth and take a stand and above all with a passionate desire to see our beloved country stand as the moral example of the world. Let us bear it. Bear it for truth. Bear it for justice. Bear it for peace. And the press generally won't tell us these things, but God told me to tell you this morning.
How long will it take? I come to say to you this afternoon. You guys are listening to Third Rail Radio. Sorry for the short interruption. We got about 15 more minutes left. We're gonna get back on Glenn. We're gonna get back on Antichrisis. We're gonna get back on uh, CNY Rebels. We're also gonna get back on uh, uh, Breaking Queers and uh, a few other people. Squiggle, uh, Squiggle, yeah, that name. And then after that, we're gonna Squiggle get to one person. Oh, yeah. I think hey, somebody's Alex. making. Hmm. Um, yep. Rebel has a, a special announcement to make. If if uh, you can mute everybody except for for Rebel, um, and uh, okay. he has <laughs> he has a special announcement to make uh, um, about a guest coming up. So if you could make the the technology part of that happen, that would be killer. I'm on the air with the third row Negroes. What's going on? That was that was a powerful song you guys just played. I feel empowered. I feel uh, equal to the white man now. Thank you very much for that. I uh, just wanted to let everyone know that he has been booked for the show tonight. Um, our friend O. Geisty uh, will actually be on the show tonight. Uh, his music um, from the Illuminati, he makes music for raves and clubs, uh, and you can check him out on SoundCloud at Nerd World Order. Uh, we're going to be featuring his music on the show tonight, and uh, it looks like he's booked to come on uh, before Basco for a few minutes to tell us about it, tell us where to find it. So, uh, Oaks will be joining us tonight. Going to... Oh, that's awesome. Great job. Uh, so we are going to get back on any crisis on, and he's still cracking. Are you on the crack is it me crackling? Yeah. Because uh, I, ha- I have a, uh, a a damn towel over my crack pipe. It's not supposed to be crackling audibly like that. I'll have to uh, reconfigure my uh, towel method. My apologies. <laughs> Is it? We're no longer crackling, though, right? Still kind of cracking. Uh, still kind of cracking. Lord. Put a smaller... Put a smaller uh, Crack pipe. Put a smaller crack rock in the crack pipe next time, I guess. Hold on. And how are we doing there? Oh, rising clear piping. Okay. So, uh, we got a, like, an unsuspecting caller, uh, one one who are also on the line. And just a bunch of silence. Uh, so... Anyways, we're going to go on to the topic of the, the airline. Shadow, you can't talk about headsets. You had a short in your headset last night. Oh, goodness. Um, so how, All right. how are you? No, no more crackling, right? I, sw- I switched headphones. I should be good. Um, let's, uh, let's get Glenn back on. Let's talk about this plane. Um, see if we can't... And Glenn made a great point in the, uh, in the, uh, in the, in the chat room. This is an ongoing, um, event. So it is it is interesting to discuss um, because I don't think the plane has crashed into the ocean. Um, so uh, if Glenn is on is on the line, um, let's open yes, it up. Yes, he is you, on. You heard my fantastical speculative uh, conjecture. Um, where are you heading with this, with this plane? Well, I think it's pretty interesting that the Malaysian government insist that this is a closed issue. They're the ones who directed everybody to these search areas the size of countries that seem to change every day. But yet, they can't show anybody their information. Just trust us. Bullshit. And uh, what I, what I really, what I've been saying from the start is the plane went to Diego Garcia. It's got the runway, it's got the facilities, 
they could stick that plane in the building, nobody would even know it's there, including the passengers. There's no way they could get any word out. I mean, for 10 years, during the Iraq War and the global war on terror, every American knew where Diego Garcia was. It was where the B-52s and the B-2s were taking off and bombing those countries. Now, all of a sudden, nobody's supposed to mention it. Nobody knows where it is. It just doesn't make any sense, man. I say the plane went to Diego Garcia. Whether the altitude rise was to put out a fire or depressurize the cabin to put everybody out or even kill them with asphyxia, well, we don't know. I, I, mean, I, think, uh, I think that, that altitude, um, that change in altitude, the... Uh, the duration of the change in altitude and then the and then the subsequent drop in altitude um, matches uh, what what would actually depressurize the cabin, suck the oxygen out of it, and kill all the passengers. I can agree with that. I was in Civil Air Patrol. I had to learn all about aeronautics. That does, that rapid descent. Yeah. And yeah, well, you yeah. go up to 45, right? You suck all the oxygen out, and then you drop like to below below uh, um, ceiling, but like 5,000, and everybody's gonna everybody's gonna suffocate. Um, but uh, I, you know, Glenn, I'm I, I'm right there with you. This is this is definitely an ongoing uh, event. It depends how far you want to go with the info, because. If there were people on this plane that knew what was going to happen, who says they didn't have a small self-contained breathing apparatus with them? I mean, how long did this episode last of depressurization? If they had their own source of oxygen, they could have waited it out. I gotta ask the question: What makes the people on the plane so important that they would bring they would bring extra oxygen tanks and stuff like that for everybody on there? Well, no, I'm not saying everybody. I'm thinking more about the 20 people that were involved with the stealth technology. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's the focus of this, and that's who we're not hearing about. 20 people from the same company on one plane. Yeah, that's not too uncommon. Go into the uh, go into the 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 front whatever the highest class on any aircraft in the United States, and ask them how many of you guys are working for the U.S. government. Practically all of them will say they are. So if you want to kill a lot of government employees, just go into first class and start shooting. Well, that's a, that's an approach. But I don't. I, don't, I think what Glenn we'll find a group of several people working with the same shit on almost any aircraft, even puddle jumpers. My flights from Denver to Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, but those yeah, two niggas talking about shit. Those are usually charged. You know, not commercial. I don't know. These guys, these guys were going to Beijing as well. Not exactly a friend of the U.S. government, especially on military matters. It's just there's way too many holes in this. For Malaysia to say it's a closed issue, the plane's out there. That's just not good enough. And we haven't heard anything about all the Chinese families raising shit this week like we did the first week. And it is still going on. And they know that they're not getting answers. And they're pissed off. It's a third world area, though. I mean, a lot of that... Asianic Ocean is owned by or patrolled by third world countries, except for China. So, I mean, you're not going to have the best detection ratios for, hey, let's find downed aircraft. You don't have dedicated people flying aircraft 24-7 looking for, oh, well, here's where a wildfire could start, here's where planes can go down, and oh, we've also got a bunch of stranded samples uh, or something over here. So, you don't have those dedicated Well, if you believe that, I mean, look at all the U.S. personnel that have moved to Australia lately, in Darwin, up in the northwest, in the middle of the fucking desert. There are Poseidon P-8 planes flying all the time. India has maritime, the same planes coming online. Pakistan watches their water. 
plus Diego Garcia's out there. So I just don't buy that we can't find it. I just don't buy it, especially when NORAD and Rolls-Royce knew where it was by satellite ping. There's no reason Am the I? search area should be thousands yeah, of square miles. Yeah, you're still on the line, yeah. Okay, I don't think people understand that that southern expanse of the Indian Ocean is not monitored by anybody. Australia only monitors so far out. Same with, same, same with, same with other countries. That a plane could go down in the southern Indian Ocean and nobody would know because nobody monitors that, that area because there's nothing there. There's literally nothing there. But yet at the same time when the Apollo missions would come back, there was monitoring of thousands of square miles in the 60s. Well, so that's because they had dedicated monitoring, and they knew that there was going to be an air, there was going to be something coming down in that specific area. Exactly. There's something called the exactly. Map. Exactly. So who says this wasn't preordained? Who says this was random? How do we know that? Okay, if you want to go with the argument of we have math, we should be able to find anything in the ocean, then why the hell can we not find half the U-boats that we sunk during World War II? We've got locations marked on maps. Hey, we encountered a U-boat here, and we dropped depth charges, and it went bye-bye. Because there's nothing of importance in them. Nobody cares. If there's not anything in it, for the people with the technology, who cares? It's just like uh, the Titanic. It took Cameron, with his money, to hire the people to find it so he could do his thing and make money off it. There's no money. No, the, the Titanic was found before James Cameron made that movie. It was found now, separate it, of the movie. Of course, but he's the one who funded the mission to go down there. We knew what was in it, so what was the point? Well, there's a lot of people that say there's an awful lot of gold in that ship, and it's been there this whole time. Okay, the then, so if there's a bunch of gold in there, then would that not be something of value that the government could possibly, I don't know, repossess? That would be a motive for gaining profits off of it, plus you would get to say, hey, look, we found the Titanic, yay! Well, that's just it. Was the ship boarded? Did they take stuff from it? Everybody insisted nobody did, but how do we know? And how we got onto the Titanic from MH370, I have no idea. But I think I, I think I think it is a I think it is relevant because the, the point the point that was the point that was made about um, um, you know about the location of, of of where they're looking right now um, being not monitored by radar. I think that I think that speaks to uh, uh, you know nefarious activity. Uh, more than it speaks to, um, you know, to sort of just, oh, it went down in literally, um, you know, the, the most hostile ocean environment that you could find on the planet, um, you know, with the most unpredictable seas, the deepest trenches. Um, and the Titanic is a good point because the Titanic was located. Okay, uh, sorry, we got about, uh, we got a few more seconds left. We got a few more seconds left. Uh, let's go to final. I'm still on right for uh, breaking down this uh, interaction. Yes. I'm going to start with my final thoughts, and then every and then everybody kick in after that. My my final thoughts are: Rebel, have an awesome show. Use use the scalpel, and uh, and uh, and operate on that woman like a beast. Have a great show, brother. And pop, have a great show. Rage Radio is on after Rebel show. Tune in, Rage. Uh, I apologize for the crackle. Okay. DMI Rebel, can I? Did you like my tits? <coughs> oh, wait, no, that was plus one. Shit.
Well, you can go on Paul's one channel and look at my dick. No final thoughts. Good show, guys. Yeah, sorry for the audio uh, the audio problems. I'm not sure what the feedback issue was, but there was definitely a, a resonance going on. But, Glenn, thanks for calling in. Um, and uh, <laughs> let's continue digging at this, at this uh, MH flight 370. Um, you know, I think it's going to reappear heading towards uh, a European city. Nah, if they're going to do that, and they've got the funds to do this, they'll just remove the transponder from it and then go and send it there. Completely remove it, reverse engineer it, kill the tracking, and boot me. You got the funds now, to take from other people to Are you a Norad or something right now? Hmm? <laughs> I'm just a hacker. <laughs> I, I, I hear all sorts of bells and whistles going on back there. Oh, I am in Colorado. We are at a nuke target. Oh, I am. <laughs> Dude, I love you, brother, man. Yo, let's tune into these uh, pup show. Um, go crazy. Send some positive vibrations towards Rebel. Um, Sue Basco will show up. She's at minute 14, second 57 of her 15 minutes of fame. It's about to run out. She's trying to extend that shit. She will show up. It's going to be epic. Tune in. Oh, yeah. And that is in me with all the whole bells and whistles and stuff like that. Oh, it's all good, brother. You do awesome. And oh, sorry that I just kind of exited you off and kind of called, uh, called you off because I'm like, oh, no. I was going, oh, goodness. It's all good, homie. Glenn, what are your final thoughts, brother? Uh, he just called, uh, he just got, uh, he just got off. Alright, are we, did it, did it end? Yeah, we're uh, done. Yeah. Thank you for calling in, Brazen. You're welcome, baby. That, that was, uh, that was awesome to hear from you. I hope you got to yell at Dalek enough. If not, yell at him right now, as much as you want. Oh, I could, I could never yell at Dalek. No, I know. <laughs> Neither can I. He's the best. But, uh, he's just too sweet. He's a Dalek. All right, I'm going to tune in to Pup Show. Um, Dalek, I will yeah, be gonna... in, in the Twitterverse in, in a few minutes. And, uh, Brazen, thanks again. It's great to hear your voice. I've never heard it, so it's cool. You're welcome. I'm going to go get naked and drunk, sir. Jealous. Have fun. Yeah, later. Thank you. I we gotta get you a better voice modulator. No. Modulate. 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 I still owe you a microphone, by the way. I'm gonna get you one. All right, I'm going to jump over to Pup, Pup Show. I'm going to need I have to use my phone. But, yo, Dalek, I love you. Brazen, much love. See you in a few minutes. Much love, Brady. See you guys later. Dalek, drop links in TC. Uh, I, already, I already did. Jeez. Oh, Still well, sorry. I'm across the house doing my dishes and, like, putting up food. I'm just trying. trying to find a place for refried beans. There you go. And cheese. Got cheese and refrats. I've just something down there real quick. And thank you, Brayson. Thank you for calling in. I really I really did appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what? Exterminate the thing. Exterminate. 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 I have never seen Doctor Who. That's not true. I've seen two episodes. But I've never seen the Daleks. What? You... Goodness I've never watched Doctor Who. Not even the old shit. I've seen... I've seen... I've seen... um, I I know why everybody hates the angels and, and the little babies. 
and some other episode. But I know why everybody hates the angels and the babies. At least you know that stuff. Yeah, yeah, no. I know that. I know that. For the most part. But, no, I've never seen Doctor Who. Well, maybe one day I probably have to come over to your house and actually watch it with you. Okay. Okay. Yay! Yay! But leave your capitalism at home. <laughs> All right. Well, see you guys later. I'm going to go to Puppy Show to hear what he has to say. And after that, Rebel Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Later. Later. Yeah, nigga, yeah. You're going to have to drop me from the call. See you guys later. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.